millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. But, Neil, our next two guests uh, in the studio are a couple of very busy guys. Uh, they're owners of three restaurants. There's BB Social Diving, Philotimus, and also Soul Soup, as we welcome Alexander Stumpf and Spiro Panagakis in the studio. Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us on... T- and Spiro Panagakis in the studio. Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us on TSB. What a pleasure. Nice to meet you. Yeah, GK. thank you very much for having us. Great to have you here. It's hard enough running one restaurant. How do you run three of them? Uh, divide and conquer, as we say. Uh, uh, Post-COVID, we had a, um, an exciting, um, let's call it an exciting time whereby we had the opportunity to spread our wings a little bit. Our main restaurant being BB Social, um, that succumbed to just deliveries only at the time, uh, allowed us to be a bit more creative inside the kitchen. Um, mm-hmm. With the fact that, unfortunately, with the staff not being it uh, either, we had this uh, brainstorming session where Soul Soups came to life, which is a B2B um, also, uh, idea and concept. We now sell into Kibsons and uh, into Spinneys, uh, which is fantastic as an online platform, and obviously sell it online uh, through our own um, through our own media. Um, Philotimos just came alive now. Uh, we we developed a bit of a Greek heritage. Uh, Panagarkas dot com. Not really the uh, not really the the principle behind it, but Philotimos came about uh, now the last three months. Um, we've opened up in Darwassel. And uh, from Darwassel, uh, we've moved out to Yasmore, where uh, in conjunction with uh, Huna Hospitality, we've opened up uh, two stores called, uh, one is Philotimos and the other one is BB Social as well. Well, you had no friends? I mean, what, you just want to work all the time? What's the situation? <laughs> Billy no mates, yeah. Billy no mates. Billy one, BB two. This is the beauty of it, right? When two like-minded people come in with, with a common goal in mind, uh, great things can happen. Like you mentioned, during during the COVID time with not too much, uh, too many things happening, most of the restaurants had to shut shops most of them uh, and and this is a tricky business it's not one of those businesses uh, where where you have the product ready you go out in the market sell the product and you're off uh, it's it's a very tricky business on on everyday basis there's something that you have to come up with uh, how does how, how do you divide your work between the two of you who is the brain who's the execution champion 
I guess <clears throat> the both of us, uh, you know, balance ourselves. Like ideas, we brainstorming all the time. I mean, we spend mm -hmm. a lot of time together, and then you know, there's a lot of driving around to meet up at all the restaurants, and then and during that time, we talk right. actually a lot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually constant. Um, and yeah, and then you know, you just spread you, you, you sporadic ideas what comes along, and then you know, you let it go past a week, and then you pick up again, and it's mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, why are we not doing that? And yeah, so this is really how it, right. how it works on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, as we head into the, uh, well, we're in the fourth quarter, yeah, it, it's a sort of time where people tend to, tend to socialise. You also get a lot of people travelling and going back home. Uh, how do the trends change? Do people want more home delivery? Are they entertaining more? Are they going out? How, do, how does the sector change in this quarter? Uh, if, we, if we compare where we are this year versus the year before, um, delivery has become it's still an attraction but it's not the main driver right because people are free to go about we've obviously removed our masks so there's a lot more confidence in the market right um delivery still plays a major role um all decent say let's call it restaurants not every restaurant can do delivery just due to the format of their cuisine um it's a popular choice at bb's because it travels quite well mm -hmm. um primarily the bow bun that we do uh, which is a speciality so as a as a as a forefront, uh, it's not our main focus. We, we look at it around about a 15 to 20% uh, business ratio in comparison to the a la carte. Uh, with travel now, um, that confidence uh, affects business because mm -hmm. Dubai is obviously a very, also a transient city uh, and seasonal. Uh, we look at it as a mm -hmm. seasonal, um, in a positive way, in a negative way. Obviously, summer, summer was a huge exodus True. Uh, with everybody traveling. That really knocked on our door of, oh my gosh, are we going into a good season or are we going into a yeah, bad season? Right. The last quarter now, uh, we've seen a lot of a lot of activity with the football, uh, the cricket playing. Every, every big sporting event seems to be bypassing through uh, you know, our region and uh, it's, it's, it's worked out to be quite a, a balance to 2019 and uh, So, you, so you, you've actually seen a direct translation of, of headcount at the restaurants as a result of the World Cup. You can... You can Oh, you, you just go up and down Sheikh Zayed Road. And yeah, you well, oh, no, we, we see the traffic going home each night, trying to get back into the marina. I'm like, all right, everyone's out again. Everyone's socialising. But you can, uh, you can, you can see a direct link there. It's been great for the region. It has, I, I think, generally overall for the region, it's been phenomenal. I think Salek is the biggest winner here um, at this point in time. <laughs> but a, again, all, all a lot of establishments have also opened. So you, if you look at just go down to the Palm, uh, the Palm which had. Uh, you know, 20% uh, business setup. Now, if you go West Palm Beach, you go on the right hand yeah, side. Yeah. Now, it's, it's all huge properties that are hosting over three, four hundred covers. Um, and again, they're busy. So, um, for us uh, in the DIFC, primarily as that main business that we have, uh, we've seen a, um, a dispersed um, traffic. Uh, the night time is a lot more busy than the daytime. Mm -hmm. People still in and out of their offices, not 100% return back to occupancy. Um, so again, we're looking at kind of 2019 figures. Right. So you mentioned about 2019 figures, and I'm sure that you know one goes into planning quarter by quarter. Uh, Dubai is extremely seasonal. Uh, we've seen it. We've see we see it every year. Uh, how do you plan for every season? Uh, do do you do you come up with specific menus for the season? Do you come up with special uh, you know plans for the season uh, every quarter, or is it? Like okay, let's just keep something standard, and a few, uh, you know, thing, few changes probably could be incorporated. I mean, we have a we have a we have a set menu across all all outlets. Um, but yes, of course, there's seasons, whether it's the spring or the the new year, the Christmas. Yeah, we adapt or we put special mm -hmm. dishes on the menu to you know 
to bring to people who are you know most of us are obviously um, expats um, and mostly f from different regions so yeah we, we try to implement um, seasonal dishes for people kind of feel home somewhere <laughs> yeah we, 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 when you're looking at produce uh, you've got three restaurants how are you affected this year with the, the russia ukraine crisis did that affect your supply of many ingredients at all or the cost of your ingredients it it did and um whilst like i said before there was confidence it's created a big ripple because the supplies are also knocking back on you uh, being sort of the end user to pass it on and we've we've rejected a lot of the time and unfortunately certain suppliers you stay with uh, because they're not they're either going to be flexible with you or they're not because we don't want to pass on that additional cost regardless of how prices have gone up there's many small businesses that need business yeah and they don't put their prices up and therefore you build up new collaborations with um, even smaller suppliers in the region which is great it's good it's good for small business yeah but when you're looking at um, many of those suppliers I guess it's obviously a result of you know, you mentioned uh, Alex about how people are coming from different regions but obviously people have different tastes um, what do you see when it comes down to 2023 do you see a difference where people have got new year new me I want the new year's resolution I want organic food I want fit and healthy food do you see a change in the market with that as well I think the changes are happening over the, the last even two to three, maybe even five years yeah. um, <clears throat> across a change of how people like to eat or how they want to eat. Um, there's, an, of course, a big implementation of vegan um, food or, or dishes you can buy in the supermarket which are ready-made or you can see in restaurants way more um, vegan or vegetarian offerings. Um, it became kind of a standard that you have to have when you look back 10, 15 years. Nobody would even put uh, anything in. You come to yeah, restaurant. You have to I ask. Can I have the vegetarian yeah. menu? Have I you found uh, Neil's vegetarian? Have you seen a change in restaurants? Massive, massive. So I, I came here in the UAE in 2011, and at that time I went to one restaurant. I used to have it was an Arabic restaurant. I used to have only falafels every day, mm. right? Because I used to you know like a pre-workout meal. I needed some uh, you know carbs and stuff. One day I went and I was like, listen, enough of your falafels and hummus. Can I have something else in vegetarian? He looks at the menu. Looks up and says, vegetarian. No meat? I said, yeah, no meat. He's like, okay. No chicken? I said, no chicken. <laughs> ah, fish. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no fish. No fish? Okay, falafel. <laughs> yeah. So th that was the time. Literally, you know, only so many options. There was one Indian restaurant who would serve pure vegetarian food. But th that was only so much. Now, you literally have every restaurant, and you rightly mentioned, every restaurant has to have vegan vegetarian options because that's how the trend has been. Well, it? Look, it's a trend, but it's also in many restaurants, uh, everyone believed that you've got to have the best meat, you've got to have the best seafood display, because mm. uh, that was the way we thought uh, was how we should consume food. And nine times out of ten, the restaurants would never make a vegetarian or a vegan dish taste good. So True. when we opened up BB's in uh, DIFC, it was about, as we use the, the, the term, it's all about inclusion. You know, you, you have to create a balanced menu for what Alex even mentioned before with that multicultural society yeah. because you're missing out on uh, uh, even a plethora of a population that's in the country that doesn't come to you because you're not got the balance on your menu. Which is true. So we, we try to keep it a, a very sort of open playing field. Mm -hmm. And like with soul soups that we sell, we said the whole thing has to be 100% plant-based apart okay. from the broth that we do, which is a, set, is a separate section. Mm -hmm. And we said, if you can't taste good, don't, don't put anything on the menu. So better off having either one dish or a hundred dishes depends how you look at it and focus on it. But uh, for us, it was very, very important. And people can't believe that our soups don't have any cream in it. 
they think that it's got dairy running throughout the whole thing, mm. but it's zero. The, the, you you mentioned about uh, you know the food should taste good. Who does the taste thing? Who takes the final call? Because I have a story behind it that I want to talk about. But <laughs> of course you do. Yeah, <laughs> because because you know it is extremely very very important to have one person whose taste it's like stamped on that. Listen, okay, I, this is approved by Alex or yourself for that matter. This is approved. This will go through. Well, it, it comes again. It's, it's a collaboration. I mean, I'm. I'm the chef. Spiro is more taking care of the operational mm. front of house side, um, and there's two different aspects to look at the dishes, right? And um, 10, 15 years, maybe even 20 years ago, when you look in the the F&B business, it's like, or oh, the chef has to say, "This is the dish comes to the menu. Take it or leave it. Like it or don't like it. I'm doing the call." And then you know the customer has to take it or not. Right. And it was always chef led. Times have changed a lot, so it's not aimed at uh, uh, chefs-led restaurants. It's what was the consumer wants, hmm. right? And it is very important that um, okay, yes, we do the tasting together. I have my opinion. Here's my opinion. When we analyze it, and then we even bring other people into the tasting just to see what they feel about the dishes, because it's not about us. It's about the customer who comes through the door, and will they like it? Will they suit it? Is it's a female friendly. It's a very big, big I aspect think, nowadays. I think that's certainly the case unless you're a French chef. Isn't that always <laughs> the same? <laughs> that a Don't put them in the one glass. You said it's all about inclusion. <laughs> yeah. right? yeah. um, on a serious note, you know, you've got great work with uh, BB Social and also Philonymous. New Year's Eve, how hard is it to come up with a menu or a package or something that's going to stand out from the rest of the market? Oh, the deep breath answers at all. Every year you've got a different approach to uh, let's call it being current yeah mm -hmm. now to be current you've also got to understand what you're doing because the format of your business has to suit what you're bringing to the table yeah. so for example in DIFC we're split over three floors right. so it's like a little dollhouse uh, with two side uh, terraces so our idea was instead of saying oh let's do an 80s night let's do a 70s 80s 90s night yes we will do it but on each floor we're gonna have a separate band so creating a theme behind um, the era uh, to celebrate so that you're not... With the food and everything, like prawn cocktails? Are you oh, getting... I mean, of course. You know. <laughs> <laughs> maraschino cherries on top as well. Of course. You know? <laughs> so, so you're doing... So it's going to be like a... You'll go there and be... You, have we got a dress 70s if we go as well? Is that The, the teams are going to be dressed specifically uh, right. to support the theme. Uh, we leave it to the customer's uh, opportunity if they'd like to uh, go out there and go crazy uh, uniform-wise. Uh, but what, what's exciting about the format is it's not limited to you have to sit down, you have to sit at that floor. Um, so it's, a, it's more of a stand-up uh, cocktail party for people to be able to come in, uh, venture upstairs, come yeah. down to the 80s, go down to the 90s, have a different theme, have a different you know, sound uh, coming through so that uh, you know, we're, not a, we're not a huge uh, site either. Um, so it, it should it should work really well. We're really excited about it. Well, this yeah. is this is interesting. Uh, similar plans for uh, Soul Soup as well, with more people uh, signing up in their uh, plans for 2023. I want to go fit. I want to go eat clean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a called fit 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 January. Uh, this, uh, this Fituary or whatever they want to call it or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> now, look, uh, looking towards uh, next year, you guys have been successful. I mean, not just one, uh, but three outlets yeah. you're working on. Uh, we always like to get this from someone. Advice, if you're someone who's thinking about coming to the UAE or to get into food and beverage or to be entrepreneurial, what's the advice you'd give them if they were starting out? Don't come. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> we're full. We're, we're full. full. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Too much competition. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, well, biggest learning lesson we had in COVID was uh, don't rely on one stream of revenue because 
if your format is a restaurant, great. Does it have components such as delivery? Do you offer catering? Uh, you know, do you offer at home anything so that the revenue stream that does come in is not, is diverse enough for you to be able to expand on? Okay. We we opened up all these new outlets based on a new format. So if you look at Time Out Market, again, it's celebration of homegrown brands, 17 uh, award-winning brands in one location. If you look at where we are in Dipachika in Dubai Mall, uh, sorry, in uh, Nakheel Mall, again, it's the same principle that applies. So having a full-blown restaurant has a full-blown cost. You know, having a, a smaller format in those other outlets, it's only chef-led. We okay. don't need to worry about the front of house. So the yeah, cost, margins are smaller. Yeah, exactly. So it, it becomes a greater margin uh, for the bottom line. And sort of going forward, this bricks and mortar model is essential because that won't go away. It was mm. just about consumer confidence coming back out to market. But don't don't come in thinking that I am the next best thing. It doesn't mean that you might not be, but uh, the, the the ratio of sex doesn't mean that you might not be. But uh, the, the the ratio of success and failure is actually quite equal. Really, really? so you kind of got a, like a fifty fifty chance of success. It's not right to say that, but if if you look at how yeah, many open, competition how many is close, big, so that's definitely yeah. uh, you have to be aware of. I think Dubai is very trendy. It's very spread. It's very upcoming. So your competition is not just is this big. They are also very high end and. Yeah. Um, you know how to say the, the how, fluids. How, how how deep the pockets are to keep reinvesting in the same product. Yes, isn't it? Definitely. Well, uh, Alex and Spiro, thank you very much. Congratulations on all your success so far, thank you very and much. Thank uh, you. well done. So, if you want to check him out, it's uh, BB Social Dining. Uh, that can be found a good location at DIFC, which is really taking off. You know, as a food hub. There's also Philodemus and uh, Soul Soup, which you said is now that B2B restaurant. So, if we want to go into Spinnies, we can find your soups absolutely and all your products in there. So, thank you very much for coming in. You're on TSB Talksport Business on Talk 100.3. TSB, Talk Sport and Business. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB TalkSport Business Podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.